Hello, and welcome to Knockoff Media's uh, Tire for Tire podcast, where today we're going to be talking about F1. I'm Alan. I'm Raph. Raph, can you tell us real quick why it's called Tire for Tire? I can certainly try. So it's called Tire for Tire because we talk about all motorsports, American and international. So in America, we spell tires T-I-R-E-S, and in places like Europe, they spell it T-Y-R-E-S. So it's more of like an inclusive kind of title, so that way no one thinks we're only talking about one specific racing sport or another. That's correct. Uh, like he said, we'll be covering different topics, Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR, uh, we'll also endurance for IMSA, WEC, so uh, stay tuned. But our, our main focus will be Formula One for this podcast, and we'll try to have a podcast after every race. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Okay, so, you know, winter season is always long, but first things first, we always get the new paint schemes that all these cars come out in. So today we're going to rank our favorites from best to worst. Um, so, Raffi, uh, why don't you start us off? What do you think is the best livery? In my personal opinion, I got to go with Alpha Towery with the AT02. Just because I like that color scheme of the dark blue with the contrast of that bright white. And it just looks seamless and it's like easy on the eyes. Okay. So for me personally, I gotta give it to Alfa Romeo. I think that color scheme, the flipped, it was very, very subtle difference from last year. Just flipped. It, I, I just like it. I, it I, maybe it's because I like a shiny red car and like a really nice white contrast, but that is definitely my favorite. Uh, Rafi, what's your what's your second favorite? Oh, my second favorite. Oh, that's a hard one to choose. I think, and it's not just because I'm a McLaren fanboy. It's got to be McLaren. It's just a it's just a better design and better color scheme off of uh, their 2021. I also do like how they, if you look on on kind of like the back half of the car they do have like a little rainbow going on because we're all we all race as one i just love that papaya orange and like the bright blue they got going on you know i was so ready for a misdirect there when you first started that sentence it was like oh you know i really like the mclaren but i was like waiting for that but but no 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 (laughs) it's a solid livery but i'm not gonna it's not gonna be my second favorite i'll get to that when i rank rank it in my order Uh, i think for my second I gotta give it to Aston Martin. I like a British green. Um, you know, I'm a fan of British cars, and I'm I, I'm really excited for them to be back on the grid after 61 years. So, uh, what's your what's your number three, Raffy? It's ironic. My number three is actually Aston Martin. It's just I I do like that that darker green they have because when I originally thought of it, I thought of like this brighter green that they used to have back in the days. But this time around, like that nice dark green, so it doesn't blind you when you see them pass by. Along with like the little accent of the color stripes, it's just going to be beautiful. Okay. So for me, my my third is uh, Red Bull Racing. It's we've seen it before. We're we're all used to it. it it's a classic design. I, I don't think it gets enough credit because we keep seeing it every year, and everyone's just like, "Oh, it's the, it's the same thing." But if you really look at it. It's it's a nice looking car. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. It's always nice looking. 
So Rafi, what's your number four? Number four is a tie for me because I can't I I can't choose honestly. It's between the Williams and the Mercedes. Now a lot of people are gonna not like that I'm tying up Williams and Mercedes, but it's just that William design is totally different from what we've seen before from them. That is just a very new and fresh design that I love. That whole dark blue to white to a lighter blue to a very bright sky blue back down to darker colors that fade into black is beautiful. And then kind of the combination of Mercedes where they went from, they have like their normal black into like a red and silver. And then of course. So Williams is number four. Uh, it's a tie between Williams and Mercedes. I can't. I can't choose Uh-oh. between the two. We got yeah. a tie. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You know what? No, no ties. You got to pick one. What is? Oh, it? I ha- I have to pick one. You got to oh. pick one. Make it quick. Oh, Williams. Flip that coin. Williams? It's gonna be Williams and then Mercedes. Then it's just because Williams has a fresh design. All right. So I think for my, the fourth best delivery design, hmm, that's got to be McLaren to me. Um, see. I like McLaren. I'm a fan of McLaren. I really want a golf livery. Once they do that, it'll be the best one on the grid. Bring it back to those glory days of golf liveries. Oh, I mean, even golf is their sponsor, so it, it would make sense. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but as of right now, it's okay. There's nothing special about it. Uh, since you already kind of named your fifth one, I guess yeah. I'll go ahead and name mine. Um. I guess I'm gonna go with Mercedes. It's just it's solid, a little little more AMG than I would preferred, but you know what? It gets the point across. It's an AMG. It's a lot of AMG in the back. It's a lot of AMG. Uh, but you know they gotta rep their brand. Oh yeah. So Rafi, what's your what's your sixth choice? I'm gonna go with what you thought was one of your more favorites, which was the Alpha. Again, that flip into the design, which is beautiful. Uh, again, that the the star color contrast between that red and white is just—it's always just nice to look at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good looking car. It's definitely still looking at right now. One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, for me, number six, I think I'm gonna go with Alpha Tower. Good looking car. I liked last year's better. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they did the same thing Alfa Romeo did, where they just flipped the colors around. But, you know, I think they had it right last time. And I, this one doesn't quite work for me. Yeah. So what's your what's your seventh choice? My seventh? Um, um, not many people are going to like it. I think Red Bull, just because it's a, it's a, we've seen it before. It's a rehash. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like if, you, if there's nothing wrong with it, don't fix it. Just... With all, with all the new ones we're seeing, like with the flip with like Alpha Tauri and uh, Alpha Romeo, I feel like they wanted to probably maybe step it up, but you know, it's a classic and it's a good one. Okay. I think for number seven for me, this is also going to be a lot of shocker for people, but it's Alp- Alpine. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I just realized I would have almost forgotten about it completely. Um, luckily, I just scrolled past it and saw it. I went, you know what? Yeah, it, it would still would have ended up here. I like oh. it, but it reminds me of a can of Pepsi. Oh, a hundred percent, it's the Pepsi car. Yeah, but I, I hope you're you're forgetting about you're forgetting about Alpine isn't like a foreshadowing of their performance this season. Uh, I would not want to forget about them with Fernando Alonso. 
I don't, I don't think, think that we could. that low. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get some great radio messages back in, like, his McLaren days. So, Rafi, what, go ahead and tell us your number eight. My number eight? Oh. I'm looking at the ones I have left, honestly. And I... Basically, has it's, I, Yeah, it's Haas, Alpine, and Ferrari. Oh. Yeah. I got to go with the Pepsi car. Pepsi? You know? Even though I'm more of a Coke fan, the Pepsi car, it's just, it looks nice, you know, repping the, you know, they have the French yeah. flag, repping, repping, their, repping their country. And it is nice to look at, but like you said, I also did forget about Alpine for a bit. Yeah, it, it just seems, it was more memorable as Renault, and I hopefully that doesn't hurt them in the long run because of it. I uh, I'm going to go will. ahead and uh, name off my eight. And this is going to be a shocker, for, especially for all of us Americans. I think I'm going to put Haas. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. no you know, no, it's no. clean. Yeah, Russia. Uh, all right. And then the whole Mazepin situation. But you know what? It's not an ugly car. But, it, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Russian flag on an American team. Ah. What are you going to do about it, though? Yeah, that is true. Go ahead and name your uh, ninth choice. We're getting here down by the bottom. Oh, I hope it. I hope it is not a foreshadowing of how they are going to perform this season. I have Ferrari at my as my ninth choice, purely, purely because of they added that green for the lo- for the mission minion winion or mission win Mar- now. Yeah, yeah, or it's just it just it didn't make sense. The car was so beautiful. Up to that point, it's just it, it, I can't stop staring at it. Like I'm honestly looking at the car, and all I could think about is that green logo. It does not match the car at all. I know they're trying to do the uh, like the Italian flag kind of thing, but it looks like they just threw it on there just to get the green asset, uh, yeah. accent. In. I, I gotta agree with you for Ferrari. It's number nine for me. One that green. You're right. Like it's obviously there just to grab your attention, but man, does that ruin the look of the car? Plus, this is another controversial comment here. I'm really sick of seeing the matte red Ferrari. Bring back the shine. Bring back oh, the Ferrari old school ways. You, you know, you know. I'm a. I love matte finish cars. Oh, I love it. That that that's it. something we're gonna have to work on either for oh, you or for me. <laughs> don't forget that this Ferrari is also two tone red. It's got a dark red in the rear and a light red in the front, which I just yeah. can't. Stand. It's like a. They should have extended that gradient a bit more. Maybe light and then maybe start the dark maybe halfway but i don't I, th- I think they did that because that green right in the center would not look good with a dark red it doesn't anyway, look good with the bright red either it is not a good looking design however that leads us to your 10th and it's the one team i haven't named yet it's hats yeah. it's just it's it's not the whole like yeah maybe the whole mazepin scenario and situation is kind of affecting my choice but it's just bland it's just bland compared to the others. Like I do like my darker colors, but it's just like that is like I love that they changed the whole entire script of like the de- design of the car for like color wise. But it they could have they could have done a lot better. They they could have done a lot better with it in my. You opinion. know it's it's funny because you said how bland it looks, but that leads me to like name my tenth, which is Williams. I'm a Williams fan, you know. <sighs> 
I never got to see him in their heyday, unfortunately. But I, I support and last year's livery, I thought looked really clean, even though it was kind of sad of why it looked that way. Sponsors pulled out. Yeah, I, I preferred it better than this. It looks like you know some generic computer generated livery. Like I get the little yellow thrown in from the '80s and the '90s heyday. I just, what were they thinking? Really? Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah. I guess I could. I guess I could see the whole like computer generated look, but I think that's what appeals to me is it. It just looks clean, in my opinion. It just it's looks too busy good. My eye and W is poorly placed. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, let's move on to reactions to the testing. Um, of course, as we all know, if we're big into Formula One, that you really can't judge where all the teams are at. It's too hard to tell. They're all running different programs, different fuel loads, different tires, and of course, a lot of sandbagging. But I, I think there was one thing we all have to mention is how Mercedes looked at this testing. A um, few of you may remember back in 2019, uh, Mercedes did have some struggles then, but by the end of testing, they got it under control. This year, they only had three days of testing, so they might have not been able to figure out what's going wrong. Rafi, what, what's your opinion on this? I, I think you named it exactly. I think just because of how short the testing was that Mercedes just couldn't figure it out. Or maybe they're doing the long, the long con and just sandbagged all three sessions, but I don't see why they would do that. See, I, I agree with the, the most, what most people are saying right now, that they weren't fully sandbagging. Those spins, those were not on purpose. That only hurts them in the long run. Because they yeah. need to understand their car the best they can for this season. Um, to go into like a little recap of what happened in 2019, they showed up at that first week of testing with a different car, or like their initial car, and in the second week, they pretty much brought a whole bunch of design changes, which made the car go quicker. Like that week one car was never actually going to race. Now, it kind of leaves me wondering, is that something that's going to happen here, where they're going to show up in Bahrain this coming weekend and have a totally different car? Or they really are in trouble for at least these first couple of races? I'm hoping that they show up with more design changes to make it a bit more competitive. But honestly, I would, I would like to see, you know, a few other teams kind of running in the front. It, it's definitely an interesting thing that has happened. Like there was like every, I think, I think at least every team spun in testing. I might be wrong, but I think at least a majority of them spun. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta test the new machinery, make sure, you know, find its limits. Um, Which kind of leads us to, the team that's kind of seems like it's coming out of testing top dog, which is Red Bull with Max Verstappen. Uh, which, how do you think they're going to do this season? I honestly think people were saying last season was the season for Red Bull to make the run at Mercedes. I, I disagree. And after testing, I think this is the season that they can probably take it from Mercedes. As long as both drivers perform at their peak, which from testing, we did see them perform both very well. Mm-hmm. I think Red Bull has a good shot at maybe taking number one. See if Mercedes does perform like they do in testing. If Mercedes is like they're testing and they're going to be a bit behind, yeah, that opens the door for Red Bull to take some of the race wins if they if they're really as solid as they are, which they see and they got the most a lot of laps done um you know during testing. However, 
I just feel going into the season, Mercedes knows what they're going to do. They have a game plan already. Yeah, they're a little further behind than they would have liked, but they're going to midway through the season, they're going to come back and they're going to come back with a vengeance and take take the championship. Going to be on all firing on all cylinders. Oh yeah. Oh, nice car pun there. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm. My goal is to sneak one in at least every podcast. Okay, so let's let's talk about last year's third place, McLaren. They they had a pretty strong showing. It was quiet, almost too quiet. But that's right? good. Is it? I, I think it. I think it is. I think it is. You. I would rather them be radio silent with with everything than. Than being like, hey, this testing went well, but we didn't like how we performed. I think they performed solidly, both Lando and Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo, comparing his, you know, transplant from Red Bull to Renault last or nineteen in twenty nineteen to his transplant to McLaren, seems like it's gone a lot smoother. He seems happy. Like he always yeah. had a smile at Renault, especially in the twenty nineteen. He was excited. But it, it, it's a different feel. He feels like, it looks like he's already at home. Now, one comment I'm going to make before we get way off co- or topic here is I don't think the bromance between Ricardo and Norris is going to happen. I think that's being pushed way too much, and it's just not going to happen. I think I, I think I got to agree with you a little bit. They're, it's just, they're both known as like the jokesters and the guys that like to have fun. Like right. I bet you they're going to poke fun at each other, but it's not going to be how... Signs and Norris were to where exactly. they were, you know, buddy buddies. I remember watching some of the unboxed episodes from McLaren, and they were just sitting down playing FIFA, having a laugh. Yeah, well, yeah. I think uh, you know, new driver, so there's definitely going to be change there, and of course, new engine for McLaren. I, I yeah. think the Mercedes, if it's strong, well, I know there were some reliability issues with uh, Aston Martin, which we'll get into later, and Mercedes themselves with that engine. I feel like McLaren's really got it figured out, and they're going to use the token thing to their advantage. I could easily see them competing for P3, potentially, potentially, depending on who it is, fighting for P2. Yeah, that's a that's a hot take. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I'm a big McLaren fan. I started watching in. 2020 you know when Dude. quarantine was around in fact you were the one that got me into it yep. and immediately it was a mclaren i was just like something about mclaren got me i hope they can yeah. start competing for p2 getting back maybe into their glory days hopefully oh. maybe winning a championship sooner rather than later but definitely I'd love p3 to see a mclaren p2. win the mclaren win this year would be something special yeah trying to figure out which driver though i haven't yet decided but let's move oh. down the grid. Let's move down the grid before we get into that. Aston Martin, who was Racing Point, who was before that Force India. Oh. How you, how you think their testing went? I think that sigh really <laughs> that kind says of says it all. I think it, it says, says it all. all. It, I think we were expecting more out of it. Like we, we as fans hyped it up a lot more than what we okay. got and i think that's someone on our end oh because... it's also on Aston martin's and they hyped that up i remember yeah. before the press releases and all that of the new team i'm like okay maybe p4 maybe p3 they're a strong team but i don't think they're going to be much better and then you know you got uh lauren stroll 
coming in with his, uh, you know, Dr. Evil kind of presentation. You're like, oh my God, they're going to win the championship this year. And they kind of fell on their face in testing, especially Sebastian Vettel. But I think Lauren Scholl is a businessman, so of course he's going to talk up his team. And I think they will perform well. I think it's just going to take one or two races to start going. Uh, I th- I think just because it's a whole new car, de- like a newer car design, you know, there's a lot of stuff that ha- they had to keep over because of the new rules for 2021. But See, what I think about Aston Martin, besides the engine reliabilities that severely hurt Vettel's... Um, adaption to or adapting to the team i think they're going to struggle the same way mercedes is so everyone's been talking like oh it's the floor the low rake high rake situation that's affecting the mercedes to be unstable we keep forgetting that last year racing point it was called the pink mercedes because it was a very close design of that the years before's mercedes now this aston martin it's a bit different they have their own parts on it and it's yeah. definitely an evolution of it, of their own design. But yet, it still has traces of that Mercedes. And I think that's where their problem's going to lie. They're not as fast because they got hurt the same way Mercedes did. Yeah. Uh, I got to agree with you. I, I Honestly, I can't speak anymore because you're kind of reiterating what I, you're <laughs> iterating what I would, I would right. say. I think, I think, I think, but we're going to see as soon as like, Mercedes starts to pick up, Aston Martin may start to pick up because since they are kind of running, they're not similar cars, but the designs are just based off just better uh, versions of last year's. That yeah. it's just going to take the same kind of time. I get the feeling that if they can't make something happen quickly in the season, they're just going to bail on it. Not completely like Haas, which we'll get into a bit later, but <laughs> that's it. They're just going to be like, all right, let's just cut our losses, focus on the next year with the new regs coming in. But let's keep this moving. Let's talk about Alpine, the forgettable team that we keep just... Oh. Oh, I, I don't know what about the team. It, it's, I, I think th- I'd be excited for Alonzo, but I just I can't get any hype for this team with myself. No, I'm the same way. It's, it's, I'm not forgetting about them because I don't like them. I'm forgetting about them just because I think I'm still thinking of Renault, and I'm waiting for... Renault to happen, right? I, I keep I, looking for the yellow car. Yeah, I think they're as much as they want to try to be on the upper end of the midfield. I think they're just going to be like the solid midfield team. They're going to be battling for fourth or fifth, maybe with Aston. I think maybe with another gonna, team, they're going to be not initially, but throughout the season, a little worse this year. Um, because as we all know, uh, Cyril, the team boss, was let go. And now they, they're like two Poor people in charge. I, I haven't really figured out who is in charge yet. I, I, don't, I think that little no direction right now will cause a little bit of damage to their performance. Yeah, definitely. And plus, with Alonzo coming in, he's such, you know, yeah, he's, the real he's team such principal. a... Yeah, he's <laughs> the real team principal, definitely. He's just he's such a me. presence that yeah. a lot of it's going to be on there. I think this is this is the year that uh, Alcon has to, you know, prove himself, but also understand that he may just be taking a backseat because Alon- like Alonzo's Alonzo. I I am generally generally worried for Alcon. I don't want to see what happened to Van Dorn happen to him. I think he is a talented driver. He definitely deserves his place on the grid. 
However, going against Alonzo, not at first you could kind of keep up with him, but it's the constant. It starts to get into like he keeps beating him, and it just slowly goes downhill. So I, I'm worried for him, but you know, he you never know. You could be surprised. Alonzo yeah. might have become a little rusty in his two years off from the sport, and we'll see. We'll definitely see this season. And if he is rusty, how long is it going to take for that rust to wear off? That, I, that's a big question. Personally. That. I don't think he's rusty. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't think he's rusty. I think I'm just trying to put hopes in for Ocon. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe he's a little bit rusty. Maybe Ocon will. I don't think. I think Ocon, with some luck, will outqualify Alonso. But I think most of the time, Alonso is going to be outqualifying Ocon, finishing higher than Ocon. Okay, uh, let's jump to the next team, which is uh, Ferrari. Yeah, they um they have to. Yeah, I I don't think don't get your hopes up. They're not fighting for the championship this year. Um, truthfully, they're going to be a midfield team. I feel they they might get a podium here or two. I I I don't see anything special coming from them this year. I think it's going to be a rare podium, barring you know like last year where they got what yeah. like three. I I think they got three. Yeah, two, two Leclerc and one Vettel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I the car. Yeah, it's going to be an improvement. They they won't have like the Monza just embarrassment that weekend. Could not get I, any more embarrassment. I hope they don't have another Monza weekend. I I don't. No matter what team it is, I don't like to see both cars just crash out or just have so to slow. out of the race or just they're just fighting each other because there's no one else to fight. I just, I, I don't like to see it because it, I, I guess it's some kind of like empathetic response of, oh, I, they're great drivers. I don't like to see them struggle. You know, if they have another bad season, the only thing I could say is one, they'll get more wind tunnel time. And so hopefully they can use that to their advantage and have hopefully. a better car for the new regs. And two, they keep disappointing at us. They can only have room to go up. Like, there's going to be a point where we can't be disappointed anymore, and any improvement's going to be like, oh, yes, they're finally getting it. So they're, I, don't, I, I kind of keep that, you know, that it's hope. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a little uh, Williams scenario, like the current Williams scenario. It's like, oh, they, they placed higher. That's so great. I love it. I got to agree. I think the, that whole, even though it's never been disclosed, the whole, uh, what was it, power, their, their power unit debacle, that really set them back. I think in 2022, they may be back, maybe up in the upper midfields, but yeah, this maybe fifth or sixth place this time. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything special, but that leads us to the next team, Alpha Towery. I think they're going to be good. Oh, I think they're going to be phenomenal. I, I am hyping, I'm hyping Towery. I am hyping them so much. The car look, looks great. The car performed great, at least in my eyes. Both drivers seem like they have that that fire under them, the spark. You know, Sunoda coming in, proving proving his worth. Gasly coming off a hot season last season. You know, with with his uh, what was it? I think it was his Monza win. Yeah, uh, I think this team is fourth, or it's fighting up for the upper like upper five. Oh, you know, maybe we'll see Tower number three. Who knows? If stuff will have to go very wrong for that up. Yeah. Right. I, I kind of agree with all of that. It's 
They're impressive. Uh, Sonoto has definitely imp- impressed me already. Now, I was kind of hoping for Alvin to go back into the Alpha Towery. I, I feel like it. he deserves another chance, but, you know, let's give the new kid a shot. He seems to be really good. He could be like a Raikkonen. People said he was too young, inexperienced, because Sonoto is pretty inexperienced. He only has, what, three, four years of actual racing under his belt? But yeah, about that. He's quick, and quick is what's important. Hmm. So let's uh, jump to the next team real quick, which is Haas. Haas. What do you think of Haas? I don't have a lot to say. It's uh, the I don't I don't have a lot to say. The car performed all right. It does have the Ferrari engine, so it is you know they do have their problems. I think they're having two rookies. We've never seen two rookies before. Uh, it I think time will tell for them. I don't think there's much that we can see or uh, predict from. The, I'm only going to say one sentence. Last in the championship. I 100% agree. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to move on to William. Williams will get points this year, I feel. Um, oh, 100%. It won't be a lot of points. Maybe about the same amount of points Haas got this previous year. Like three, if they're lucky. Because um, it's set up for certain tracks and wind conditions, as Russell was saying. So... I feel like they'll get points. I don't think it's going to be fighting in the midfield, really. It's going to it's going to require a few things, but it's hopefully a step in the right direction, which is important. Yeah. Anyway, that is our reaction to testing. Let's do uh, let's jump to teammate battle because we kind of briefly mentioned it there. Let, let's jump into it. Who we think is going to win this championship battle uh, between drivers? So first up, let's start off with the world champions, Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Rafi, who do you think is going to win that battle? I think it's going to be like how it was for the past six, seven years. Hamilton, Hamilton's yeah. going to be on top. He has he. I think he's he's coming back one more season just to get all the accolades. So, oh yeah, season. This is this is his eighth title in the making in his mind. Oh, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Um, let's not spend any time on that one since we're both in the real. It's Hamilton. We know that. Yeah. Bottas, great driver. He's definitely yeah. a number two driver. He'll never be given the chance. But Red Bull, <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that's going to annoy people, from my opinion. Rafi, who do you think is going to win this teammate battle? I've actually given a lot of thought to this. I think Perez is going to come up on top, just edging it out, maybe by one or two points. But I think Perez is going to be on top. He is just such a consistent driver. I thought Perez, too, not because he's a faster driver or really the, like, Verstappen, I think, is an all-around better driver. The two reasons why I'm putting Perez ahead is I think Verstappen is going to become crash Stappen again because now he's got a teammate that could potentially challenge him. And he's going to be looking for that little extra to, to beat him. And he'll be just going a little too far. Which opens the door to Hamilton again for the championship if the car's not too far behind. And I also believe that Perez, he's got some moves that he's not showing us yet. Yeah. Let's uh, jump to Norris Ricardo. Oh, the McLaren battle. I... I'm going to go ahead and say Norris. He's familiar with the team. He's had, what, three years now? 19, 20. This will be his third year. Yep. 
Uh, he knows the team inside out. He's got a podium. He, he's well in place in that team, and the team absolutely loves him. Who do you think? See, this is a tough one because I we haven't really seen like just I'm going based off of testing. Based off of testing, it's Norris. Okay. Uh, Norris. Yeah, Ricardo was just a bit slow in testing for kinda, whatever reasons. I'm kind of expecting how Ricardo was in 2019 when he first moved to Renault. He's fast. He shows his pace. It's just adapting to the team and the new car. I think next yeah. season could be very different. I, I honestly could say probably next season is when we see Ricardo just pop off Norris. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a different different driver then. So let's go ahead and move to Aston Martin. Oh, I got my pick secured already. <laughs> yeah, let me guess. Yeah, Vettel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no. I want to give Stroll a chance. Um, yeah. I know people don't like him because he's a paid driver, but he did win a Formula 3 championship, and he's gotten podiums. He, on his day, he's a good driver. He just needs to figure out how to get his day to go. And he has to be always, and he has to always get his day. He he has to be consistent. Yeah. Um. So Vettel, I feel like he's going to be more comfortable in the car. I still feel like we're going to be seeing those mistakes he saw at Ferrari. Uh, it's a rebuilding process. He's got to rebuild his legacy a bit. Um, doesn't mean he wins another championship, but maybe a race win or two before he eventually sets sail to you know retirement. I think uh, he could do that here at Aston Martin. So let's yeah. jump to Alpine, a.k.a. Pepsi. <laughs> I think we already know who we're going to say. We were talking yeah. about it when we were reactions were testing. <laughs> Alonzo. Yeah, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I think Alonzo just, he has no rust. He just has that racing prowess. It's right. going to be a tough year for Akon. I think so, too. Hopefully he can hang in there. It's good to see a young driver succeed, but it's you're going against one of the toughest drivers in the modern Formula One grid. Yeah. All right, let's jump over to Ferrari. Now, this one, I am just not sure. Yeah, it's a it's a toss up. It's a, um, it's a big toss up. Leclerc's Leclerc is familiar. Fast. He's fast and he's familiar with the team, but signs. He was a great driver at McLaren, and I think just putting him in a Ferrari is just—he's just going to be a great driver at Ferrari. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna go off, and I'm gonna say Sainz is gonna go on top. I'm gonna go ahead and say Leclerc. I just like we were kind of mentioning with Norris, and like you've said, he's in the team already. He's been there for a while, and he clearly was a number one, their number one driver last year. He also has the longest contract in Ferrari. I think it's five years. Right. So, and as much as I like signs, Ferrari's already basically said he's a holdover for Mick Schumacher. Um, yeah, which I feel is kind of a shame uh, that they shouldn't make that decision yet. But we'll we'll see that, or we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's jump knows. to uh, let's jump to Alpha Tower real quick. Uh, who do you think? I got to go with Gasly. Only because we haven't seen Sonoda in F1. Like, yeah, he's he did well in F3 and F2, but F1's a whole different field. Yeah. A different kind of racing. This I was think a tough Gaz- one. I, I, yeah. Gasly's definitely got the experience now. He's got a race win, so the confidence has got to be going well. He loves that team. You could just tell. However, I think Sonoda's going to take it. It's oh, going to be tough. 
I think it's going to be tough in the beginning. He's going to have his mistakes. He's going to crash a few times. And all of a sudden, it will click, and there will be no going back. I hope you're right. I would love to eat my words on this. I I would love to eat my words that Sonoda will be above Gasly at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I see if Perez doesn't perform this year, Sonoda going to Red Bull the year after. Which is kind of bold, but I kind of see it happening. Uh. Dep- I think that's all dependent on the whole Perez situation. If Let's Perez jump to and, and Giovinazzi at Alfa Romeo. I think this is another easy one, personally. But what what is your take? I think it's Raikkonen. I think he's just going to beat him again. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not that hard to to say Raikkonen. I mean, they were tied years. on points last season, but I just feel like overall. Raikkonen just had better races in general. He was more likely to be in a points position than Giovinazzi was. Yeah. Okay. Now we're at Haas. Oh, this is... These are hot takes we're about to say, I bet. Uh-huh. Oh, Schumacher. You're going Schumacher. What a shocker. Yeah, you shocker. Know? I'm going for Schumacher. I don't know why. I, I wonder why. F3 or F2 champion and F3 champion versus yeah. uh, uh, the guys who basically... Probably bought the team, and we'll probably hear that in the next year or so. Yeah. Um, I- I'm going to go with Mazepin. Is it because? I believe, even though the Schumacher's the name is there. It's because he bought the team. And, uh, yeah, I think he will become like, hey, yeah, you better cool. make my son the number one driver, or your funding's gone. So I think, while it won't be completely obvious like some other teams in the past, I don't think uh, Schumacher will be given a fair shake, and that after this year he will probably leave and go to Alfa Romeo, replace. Yeah, I, I definitely see Schumacher's only in Haas just to be in F1 for a year, then yeah. to move up. Yeah, I definitely see that happening. But yeah, I don't think he'll be given a fair treatment at Haas this year. Yeah. All right, last team on the grid: uh, Latifi versus Russell. You and I talk about this for hours while we play. I'm going Russell. Russell's going to do it. Russell's a great driver. We saw him perform great for Williams, and we saw him perform great for Mercedes. If they could have gotten their double stack good, I think Russell would have won. You know, I'm going to go with you, Russell. Um, I, I always talk and say, you know, Latifi World Champion 2023. I think he's a solid driver. Um, yeah, he kind of paid for his seat, and he never was truly impressive in uh, Formula 2. But, you know, I feel like if he was in a midfield team, he'd definitely be a consistent point scorer. Yeah. Um, I don't think he would see anything special. But he, he would be up there in fighting. Yeah. Oh, it's no knock to Latifi. It's just... Russell is just such a... Just performing so well, he's like a star at Williams right now. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk first race predictions. Who's going to win this race? Who do you think? I Rafi? think. Uh, are we talking about drivers or teams? That's teams that's, and I, drivers. Just go for who's winning this race. The Red Bull's going to Red Bull's going to win the race with Verstappen. Perez is going to be. It's going to be a one-two for Red Bull. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to put Mercedes. It's going to win with Lewis Hamilton. Uh, you see, I'm trying to have a fun take. I think, yeah, that's very... That's, nah, but you didn't let me finish. I didn't say they were going to be the absolute better car. I don't think Bottas 
is getting on that podium. Oh, wow. You think it's just going to... Hamilton's going to win the race because, and this is kind of, this is going to steal from a little bit later. We're going to have a bold statement of the week. Perez is going to crash into Verstappen taking them both out. Or Red Bull's going to crash into Red Bull. Maybe it would be Verstappen crashing into Perez. Ah, no. Perez is going to crash into Verstappen taking them both out. There's going to be Hamilton. Uh, I feel like a McLaren is definitely going to be on the podium. Maybe, if we're lucky, we see an Aston Martin. But it could be Hamilton, Norris, Ricardo. I think it is the most likely to my brain. Yeah. Hopefully a Vettel instead of Norris or Ricardo. Oh, I really want a Vettel. But as soon as I I say Vettel, it's obviously going to be Stroll on that podium. Yeah, you're gonna. You're, it's just a. It's just a curse. We're jinxing battle at this point. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's. That's our race predictions. So the recap: It's Red Bull for Rafi with uh, Verstappen first, Perez second. Who's your third? Who's the third? Third would probably be Hamilton, just because the way the car is performing. I think Hamilton is just gonna just be Hamilton, and even with a subpar Mercedes comparatively to the past years, he's going to be able to pass the McLarens. Yeah, so for mine, Hamilton, first place, because the Red Bulls crashed out, and McLaren, 2-3. All right, so before we uh, wrap up this podcast, we got two quick things that we want to talk about. Uh, a little bit of the rumors that have been going around. So this isn't really a rumor, more of a statement for mine this week, but Zach Brown thinks Verstappen and Russell will race for Mercedes in 2022. What's your take on this, Rafi? I think Russell, definitely. I don't think Verstappen. I yeah, think Verstappen's going to stick with Red Bull. I feel, it's what we've seen so far, uh, Verstappen is incredibly loyal to uh, Red Bull. He wants his first championship to be with Red Bull. After he gets a championship with them, I can see him leaving that team like that if they don't have a good car. But, yeah, Verstappen, that's going to be a tough one. I definitely think Russell's going to be there. I, I'm kind of hoping it's going to be like a Schumacher Massa, where the the... You know, the master teaches the apprentice, but it'll be hard to say. It it could be Russell and I don't think it's Akon, honestly. I think he's they're going to pick up another driver that's probably not in their program. Or maybe sign on Bodas or Hamilton one more year. I don't think Bodas will get another shake. And then if they're not going to sign Hamilton, ugh, it's just such a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and let us know what your rumor is, Rafi. Rumors I've been hearing about is McLaren will be finishing second with Red Bull winning the Constructors. That's leaving Mercedes most likely third. Uh, this is a very hot take. I yeah, I want this to happen. This won't happen. I want this to happen, but it won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as much as I would like to see that, I'm, I like McLaren. I want to see them back in their heyday. I, I think that's just going to be a little too steep of a challenge for them. Uh, they they got that cool new bit on their car, which no one else had. But I I don't think they're quite ready for that second place fight. And I don't think Mercedes is that bad off. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and move to our bold statements of the week. I already said mine with uh, Perez crashing into Verstappen for the first race, but I feel like to expand on that, that's going to happen throughout the season, potentially costing them the championship. If that happens throughout the season, I think they're going to be getting rid of the underperforming driver, no matter who it right. is. And like, the only reason, that, 
why I'm saying this is back in 2013, Perez got signed with McLaren, kind of on their way down from the, you know, greatness, but still a decent team. And he crashed into a button a few times. I just feel like he's going to come in there a bit too aggressive. Verstappen's also going to be incredibly aggressive to show who's boss. And I think they're going to come together quite a few times. Okay, so my bold statement of the week kind of turns, kind of ties into my race predictions. Is I really don't like the tire compounds this week. There are this year. They're a bit harder than last year's because of the whole uh, Silverstone incident, (laughs) where every tire kind of blew. And I think that's going to mess up Mercedes enough to where Red Bull is going to be able to have a handle because Red Bull managed their tires very well last year, and I don't think any of their tires popped during the Silverstone. I think they were able to catch it kind of early. So yeah. I think the tire management from Red Bull is going to be great. Uh, I think the tires just this year are going to be worse comparatively. Like the, I, I foresee a lot of problems with a lot of the harder slick tires. I, you know, that's another thing that maybe with the harder tires, I don't think Mercedes was quite prepared for. And they haven't gotten to grips with their car yet, so which could have caused some of the spins. So I definitely see tires being talked about quite a bit this year. Um, so far, so that's our, uh, kind of bold statement of the week. I want to kind of end the podcast with who do you think is going to win the championship this year? What driver? It's the same old, same old. I think Hamilton's going to somehow pull it through. Yeah. I think Hamilton's going to win. I hate the bore all of you listeners out there, but yeah, I think this is number eight for Hamilton and, um, but two is going to be the fight to look at. Be this will be Hamilton's last year. I feel not as because he's not going to win the championship next year. Well, I mean, I guess he wouldn't, but I don't think he's going to get re-signed for next year. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think- uh, that has been the Knockoff Media Tire for Tire podcast. Thank you for so much for listening. Uh, please share, uh, like, subscribe, or whatever. We'll be. Rolling it out to many different platforms in the coming weeks. And uh, stick tuned. We should have another podcast for next week uh, about the race in Bahrain. Any last comments, Rafi? I'm excited for the race. Bahrain's my favorite track. I can't wait to see if any of our predictions come true. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens, too. Uh, So once again, thank you all, and have a great week.